Hello and welcome to the podcast devoted entirely to the show that is the Great British Bake Off. This week I'm joined by artist and amateur meringue sculptor Susie Smith. Hello. (laughs) How did you get that amateur meringue sculpture? Because I finally found my niche, the one thing I could possibly do on Bake Off. And it's not even savoury. The first thing in my notes, it just says the words Malcolm the Chicken. The The episode did start off again with one of those weird sketches. I'd like to know who actually writes the sketches. No fielding. Actually, that's... (laughs) There we go, that's sorted. Um, But it did start off with Noel Fielding holding a chicken going, come on, you can do it, you know, motivating the chicken to lay an egg. I found it all very strange. I get the feeling he does that in his normal life. Maybe that's a side project he does. And it probably is his own chicken. Yeah. Like, bring your own chicken to work day. Yeah. BYOC. <laughs> it gave us the, the best possible joke that there could be in the world, Malcolm Eggs. It makes me very, very happy. I felt like overall this week there was a very strange vibe. It was the semi-final week, so there was a lot of congratulations, well mm. done for making it to the semi-final. But they were all very harsh. I thought everyone yes. was kind of negative about everything. I felt very stressed out watching the episode. There were there weren't as many puns or innuendo or funny bits. No. I just there was a general vibe of like unease. Yeah, there I was think. a lot of fear going yeah. on. Yeah, I found it unpleasant. So the signature bake this week, they had to make 24 shoe buns. They had to be different flavors. And some of them had to be iced. The other ones had to have some sugar on. Mm. Now, I couldn't work out what they were saying about, the, you know, those sugar things on the top. Yeah, what, I didn't get What was get that? It. What was the name? It sounded like crackling. Yes. But it wasn't crackling because it's not pork-based shoe buns. <laughs> but then, then Stephen was making it with, like, wholemeal flour or something, and I didn't really understand that either. This is where we could have used one of those little insert bits which tells you more about the subject. Yeah, there wasn't one this week. There wasn't. They should have just left them all out or had them in all episodes. <laughs> it's definitely otherwise, Yeah, otherwise it's confusing. Yeah, massively confusing. I like the shoe bun bit, though. That was quite fun. Only because I thought I could wait for it. Oh. Shoe in some bun puns. Oh, bun puns. <laughs> Do you have a list of bun puns? Is that what you've been making? Well, I was hoping that there would be several bun puns um, included within that section of Bake Off, but it turns out that there are only two. Ah. Both courtesy of Stacey. Now, of I don't know if you picked up on this at all. She did her shoonicorn. Yes. Which was genius. But then she did shoemoji, which just doesn't work. Which was less genius, wasn't it? <clears throat> I don't rate her pun skills. And I haven't really rated her this entire time, especially not this episode. But I felt really, really, really sorry for her. They did were incredibly you? harsh, don't you think? Even from the right from the beginning. I think they were incredibly harsh with everyone. It was clear to me that she was the sort of odd one out that week yeah they definitely. should have left Liam in and mm. Stacey should have gone way before her time and I think she probably realized that because she was quite frantic she's always been kind of haphazard mm. frantic all of her bakes have been very sort of in your face she just seems to be a bit of a walking disaster if I'm honest well it was just yeah they they really I feel like they set her up for failure by being quite disparaging with their comments from the beginning beginning and telling her that you know because she normally has to start again because she's done something wrong. And then each time she did have to start her, her bake from the beginning. They did say, oh, you need longer than everyone else or something, didn't they? That was a comment that came up in the beginning because she did need to 
because she always restarts. Yeah. And you'd think that maybe she'd take that comment on board and try and, you know, get it right from the beginning, like a professional baker might. Exactly. She sort of wears a lot of her emotions very, very visibly on her face. Just, you (laughs) know, every thought you can see, there's just drama happening in her mind. Yeah. She was massively freaking out. Yeah. From from start to finish. And it's just made me realise that I think the key to being a good baker is just remaining calm. I think so. That's, that's all it is. One of, again, the reasons that I don't bake. Because <laughs> I, I would have a very Stacey vibe about me. I Maybe. Think. But Stacey, there was a lot of shots of her biting her nails, sort of holding her face, putting her hands over her eyes this yeah. week. It all seemed very scary. A bit of a, a nightmare going on for her in the tent. However, as you said, her shoe emojis and her shoonicorns, they actually looked all right. They were quite a nice idea. Do you think so? Because if you hadn't have told me that that was a shoonicorn, I would have known what she was trying to attempt with that. It didn't really have a face. No, but can you imagine trying to pipe a unicorn's face onto a bun? But that's why you don't do it. <laughs> yes, that's why you just make it different colours. Yeah. No, yeah, don't come up with the name first because it's a fun pun and, and then expect everything else to run smoothly. And the, the shoe emojis were just yellow, awful. Ugh. Yeah, when they started judging them, firstly, the outside of the shoonicorn was quite bright and, mm. and quite just wow. And then Paul cut into it and you opened it up and it just looked like a pack of highlighters inside. <laughs> it was horrible. It was absolutely like, just like, pl- like a child's got plasticine and put it all together and squidged it into a bun. Yeah. yeah. It was, that was horrendous. I don't know how they managed to eat any of it because none of it looked edible. No, I think, yeah, shoe pastries are supposed to be beautiful and delicate and remind you of sitting on a like cafe in a street in Paris, something like that. Can you imagine the the shock on the faces of Parisians if they opened up their Sacre little bleu. shoe. Sacre bleu. <laughs> it is quite blur. I wish I knew what rainbow was in French, but oh God, it was just, I found it gaudy and, and weird. Stacey did run out of time in the end. Sandy was shouting at her, going, Stacey, stop. But that's because she hadn't even placed them the things on the thing. It's like at the end of an exam, <laughs> the like invigilator keeps going, put your pens down. <laughs> no, pens down. <laughs> Stacey, put your pen down. It was like that. Do you think if you'd made all of your stuff correctly but then hadn't placed it onto the I don't know what it's called a cake stand, stand. Yeah. there you go in time yeah. that they would negate the entire bake I thought Are they, they that would. harsh? I thought so and I was a bit upset that Sandy didn't go stop it and and you know she just had to have three on the stand rather than the 24 yeah I was worried that was going to happen we still don't really understand the rules <laughs> we've got <laughs> quite far in Susan <laughs> There was one one bit that I really did enjoy at the beginning. Okay. When they talked about the... It's the egg situation again. When Noel said, you must not over-egg and you must not under-egg. And it just made me think, <laughs> under-egg, over-egg, one willing free. <laughs> oh, amazing. And then that was in my head for the next five minutes. So, so you missed what went on next. <laughs> yeah. Just making up a bake-off version of the Wombles. <laughs> And why not? Exactly, why not? It just takes the edge off what was quite a, a nail-biting episode. It was. I'm surprised Stacey has any nails left. I don't know. <laughs> she might not. They're all in the bake. Yeah, all got the blue plasters. <laughs> oh. But in contrast to Stacey's just very multicoloured shoe buns, Stephen came up with some key lime and bakewell tart buns. They look pretty good. They did, and I think the taste went down well as well. And that's something he's been lacking throughout the whole thing. He's always very much style over substance. That phrase they say a lot about mm. Stephen, and this week I feel like he nailed it. He he nailed the taste side of things. The entire episode, from a, I guess, look point of view, his, the aesthetics of his products were 
terrible. But I, th I think it might be um, something he's doing on purpose, just to show that he can do the other side of things. Oh, yeah. Look, I can do taste. Yeah, exactly. We do, I wish there was some kind of taste of vision, though, that we could have. Yeah, what would that entail, like going up to the TV, licking the part <laughs> of the screen? <laughs> oh, what would it entail? Or just, I feel like an app would be involved. Maybe. Sorry, I'm, I'm sort of working out how this the science of it would work. <laughs> Maybe right. before Bake Off's on, yep. Channel 4 sends you something in the post. This is still a bit analogue. They send you something in the post, <laughs> the post that has the little flame. <laughs> it's very analogue. <laughs> <laughs> and they just send you little, little sort of droplets of some kind of Okay, so in like flavor. a pipette. So you've got a, yes, like a, a tiny pipette. Selection of pipettes. Because everyone will be having their dinner and then watching Bake Off and they won't want to eat all the cakes and stuff. But yes, a pipette that showed how it tasted. And then you pipette yourself <laughs> during the episode. I haven't really worked this all out yet. It's still in development. Well, something though, <laughs> that did need development is the technical bake this week. Mm. Prue seemed to have just gone, what is the most complicated thing I can give them? I, I can't even pronounce half of the recipe yeah. that they had to do. There were two pages of A4 oh, it of was, this recipe. As soon as she said it's called Le Miserable. Yes. I, I had to Google it. So did I. Because I know the musical, but I don't know. didn't know there was a cake. Yeah. Don't Google Le Miserable cake because you get a lot of themed cakes, as I found ah, out. So you also had to Google. I did. I think I did Le Miserable pastry. Okay. And had a bit of an idea of what it was. Um, but is it just called that because it's so miserable to make? Possibly. That or it just ends up looking like a tragedy. <laughs> I think they all had a really good crack at it, though. They really, they came out quite well. I was impressed with all of them. Mm. The thing is, there were just so many components. I had to essentially write a whole paragraph of what this bake actually was. <laughs> Nine Le Miserable slices. They're from Belgium, which Sandy had to say in her intro just to help us understand. <laughs> uh, pistachio sponge, which I believe was called like a jaconde sponge. Ooh, Again, I had it. to Google that. Creme au beurre, butter icing butter, yeah. or buttercream, whatever. Tempered chocolate decoration as well. That's a bit I understood. Then I found <laughs> out halfway through there's a raspberry layer. Ah, uh, that was the freeze-dried raspberries. Yep, and then sort of a raspberry dust on the top. Yeah, that's yeah. the raspberry bit that I saw. Yep, and some golden spray on some chocolate to finish it off. Chocolate curls, the tempered bit. bit. much, isn't it? It's just unnecessary. <laughs> I don't imagine that that had any flavour. That is style over substance in a bake. I can't, I can't really picture how that would taste. I, mean, I want to have some now. I feel Where can I find this? Because no one ever makes it. Belgium. It's so I don't know if they even attempt it there. No. Who made this up? A Prue. But Prue, that's the good yeah. point. It started and Stephen went, do you know what? Prue's made it up. Actually said out loud, Prue has made this cake up. No one's heard it. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that conspiracy theory. Although Stacey was like, oh, I've seen it in one of my cookbooks. I'm like, oh, I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she has any cookbooks. Exactly. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Zuckerberg's cookbook. it has got a book in it. It's probably the same. She probably thinks it's the same thing. <laughs> ah. But Stacey did have to again start halfway through her yeah. bake again. The buttercream was too runny. No wonder she runs out of time. Yeah. But I just, in, in this technical challenge, I just, I felt their stress. Yeah. I found it all very frustrating and I can imagine how they must have felt. So it was very hard to find any um, any lightness or any humour in the situation. There wasn't any. It was just any. a really tough time. Yeah. I, so the two sort of bits of light relief that I found in the technical, <laughs> one is when Stephen was trying to get his 
sponge out of the tin and pu- pushed it out going, <laughs> come on, dear. I was like, how, why do you start calling it dear? But do you notice they didn't show the um, outcome of that? So I'm assuming, because it ended up in one piece, that it was fine. But did he just like get the the tin to go go down his arm to allow enough room for him to place the cake on the table? Probably. Like those games, the buzzer games that you oh, have. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know how he managed that. Yeah. Do you know, that. Maybe someone helped him. Maybe. So he just had like a cake tin bracelet going on. A cake tin bracelet. Yeah. 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 Do you know what would be a technical is if they had one of those buzzer games and just had to ice a bun at the same time? <laughs> well, you know, if we ever decide to make some kind of gorilla bake-off, then that's going in there. Definitely. And the second bit of light relief in the technical challenge was when um, they were making the tempered chocolate. So they had to put it out sort of on a slab or a bit of cling film mm-hmm. or a bit of acetate or something. And, um, or just in the fridge or with ice. Yeah. Various ways of keeping stuff cold. Yes. Um, putting it on a slab of something was my favourite. Uh, Sophie said, oh, I'm doing it the sexy way. <laughs> just pouring it on the worktop. All right. <laughs> it's not very sexy. It's just messy. Well, uh, she's got really low standards. Mm-hmm. Potentially. But Stacey, again, she was obviously the comedy relief in the entirety of this episode. Mm. She had it on a baking tray and was just stood there talking to the camera whilst wafting it quite vigorously (laughs) in the air to call it. And I was thinking, please fall off the baking tray. Come on. Well, as as you know, there was a lot of dangerous wafting of chocolate happening in the episode, but we'll come to that later. (laughs) Yeah, we will. But yeah, it was was just very, very stressful. Just layers and stress and layers of stress. And that sums up the episode pretty well. The quote that I wrote down about the technical was most complicated ever. They did Mm. sort of picture as that at the beginning. No one was like, this is the most complicated thing to ever happen on the Great British Bake Off. So maybe save it for the final. Yeah. What are we going to do next week? We haven't thought about it yet. We'll just be really, really underwhelmed. They'll just have to do like scones or something. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything left for them to make in the final, really. No. A life-sized Noel Fielding figure made entirely of icing. That probably will happen. (laughs) I mean, it nearly happened with the showstopper this week because there wasn't really any substantial... They didn't have to make a cake. They didn't have to make a dessert. They just had to make some meringue. I was thinking, of all the things on Bake Off that I reckon I could probably do, meringue's the one. I can sculpt stuff. I can whisk egg and sugar together. And I could probably bake it. So you'd give it a go, the showstopper this week? You just add food colouring to things. It'd be fine. Yeah, I did quite want to have a go at it. It did end up being quite fine, except for Stephen, who had a little bit of a nightmare. They had to make, this week, a sculptural centrepiece, all out of meringue, with two types of meringue. Didn't know there was more than one. Nope. French, Swiss or Italian. I hate to break it to you, Greer, but that is three types. Oh, yeah, I've written two <laughs> types. Three types, French, Swiss or Italian. I can't say the word Swiss without going swish. <laughs> so which, which type is which? Did you research this? No, I can now, if you would like me to. No. Okay, great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But the bit that made me laugh in the whole description of the showstopper was that you had to make the the meringue, hard word to say, the meringue, (laughs) and then embellish it with dessert elements. Dessert elements. How do you embellish anything with a dessert (laughs) element? Well, if if you're uh, Sophie, you just whack a cake in the middle of it. Yep, which apparently had too many layers. Yeah. Meant to have seven, she had nine. First they love the layers, then they hate the layers. Make your mind up, Hollywood. But they did go quite big with their themes. I don't know where they come up with them, really. Stacy, she's gone through quite a few sort of love themes. Do you mm. think she's either, you know, missing her family because of all the baking <laughs> oh. time? Probably that's where it's come oh, from. I, I think that uh, Flamingo is the closest real thing you can get to a mythical creature, and I think she just loves, like, 
pink sparkly things yeah, i mean she, unicorns po- flamingos yep. emojis sort of a mythical creature i suppose <laughs> <laughs> prue did describe her as liking girly things mm. and things for children <laughs> I know, they, they, they do not re- respect stacy at all no she's just there like you know let her have a go give her her moment do you remember when she made the glitter stuff way back yeah way back in the beginning yep. who knew that she was going to create just Havoc with a uh, glittery, glittery havoc, glittery, weird <laughs> unicorn bun. I'm still not over <laughs> what it looked like inside. I got a proper shock from it. I've watched Stranger Things too this week, and none of it was as scary as what I saw inside <laughs> that bun. I wasn't prepared for it no. at all. So I was, I was really excited about this challenge because it is the kind of thing that I'd want to do, and I thought there's so much room, so many options for what they could do, and I, I thought they were went very adventurous in the end I don't know maybe they were a little took too many risks but didn't take many design risks yeah that doesn't make sense that's fine no it's fine they didn't they didn't come up with an elaborate design they just went with sort of too many elements to the actual meringue I just felt I felt like they could have done it better maybe it's because I thought maybe I could do it better I don't know when I saw you know you know when they're explaining what the recipe is going to be and they do that beautiful illustration yes and, the, and they show you what it is and what it's going to look like. And Stephen's one didn't even look like a balloon then. <laughs> no, so he had no hope. No hope, not at all. Um, I really liked the, the story behind his, uh, especially the troubles floating like lemon drops. No, melting like lemon drops, they don't float. Um, <laughs> and putting the like lemon liqueur into the into whatever it was he put lemon liqueur into. So he was, he was thoughtful with his, but the execution was bad and... Yeah, it was never going to look like a balloon. No, and I felt sorry for him that his basket melted quite badly, so it was just a little puddle at the bottom. They should have made allowances for that. They should have. I mean, it's not the baker's fault that the tents are sweltering. No. It's happened a few times in the different challenges across the whole bake-off. There have been things that have gone wrong because of the temperature of the tent. Yeah, and I I don't think that's fair. I think that's an outside influence that can't really be controlled. Yeah, just get some fans or something. Cover it in ice. Film it in winter. <laughs> they should film it in winter, actually. That'd be much better. Yeah, then you could do Christmas week. Okay, we've invented a new kind of bake-off now. A better one. Better bake-off. Yep. Channel 4, give it to us. Yes. <laughs> Sophie in the showstopper, she decided to make a tutu meringue. I heard Paul Hollywood call it a tutu once. Very <laughs> <laughs> weird. I know. But then he said it looked like a hat, and it yeah. did look like a hat. It, it certainly did. didn't look like a tutu. I am surprised that she was a dancer, though. That was good. Up until mm. the age of 20, apparently did ballet. Yeah, she must be very good at it to yeah. last that long, I suppose. She seems to have quite a lot of natural talents that we keep finding out across the... Uh... fair, is it? <laughs> no, she is that girl in school that always got A's, yep. even in sport and maths. And you were like, come on, what have I got? What if she goes and wins it now? Then she's got everything. Oh, no. Nightmare. Kate and Stephen, both of them, sadly, did sort of a rainbow vibe. Kate's didn't seem very impressive. I mean, at least Stephen tried to make it sort of a big 3D sculpture mm. of a balloon with different elements to it. Kate, she sort of just did like a horseshoe for... It was 2D. A horseshoe, 2D, rainbow. Mm. The colours look good, and she did put different flavouring in each um, colour, so each layer. But there was so... Like, it was so small. <laughs> I don't really know how you could have tasted all the flavours. It was just a bit strange. Hers, hers was my favourite. Okay. Actually, I thought that um, the execution, although not very like elaborate, was very sensible. 
So there was no real chance of that kind of breaking. It was quite sturdy in the fact that she plonked it <laughs> yeah. in between these two cakes. What was the worst that could happen? It could maybe fall down a little bit. Yeah, it was, you know, she sort of had all the fruit at the bottom as well to sort of cover up any cracking. Exactly. And yeah. fruit is, you know, already colourful and you don't have to bake it. Yeah. So. And it goes well with uh, meringue. I yep. believe that's what is known as an embellished dessert element. <laughs> I just thought about it. Stacey, trying to think what her dessert element was, she just had a bit of astroturf that she put on, put the flamingos on top of. She did have an egg made of chocolate, though. But then she also had what Paul described as takeaway containers full of goo, <laughs> which I've added. Um, one of them was sort of like a lemon, I think, and raspberry mm. coolie. It looked quite good. The other one, I think maybe it was another raspberry sort of mousse, actually. That was the second one. Mousse. Um, she did make troughs to... <laughs> include it in she didn't sort of go above and beyond with it she essentially just made like a yogurt yeah 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 she her baking isn't refined not really there were a couple of things i found very interesting in this bit first of all Paul Hollywood being colourblind and being confronted by all these rainbows, that was quite yeah, fun. Yeah, he can never say the word style over substance anymore. No, exactly. He has no idea. Ah, all brown and green. Well, bread, bread's mostly brown, isn't it? So. That's why he likes it. <laughs> That's why. So it makes sense. Um, and also the freaky passion fruit. It looks a lot like frog spawn, and I never really realised that before. And so I, I feel educated. Ah, good. Frog spawn brains, yep. <laughs> tip <laughs> Kate's dessert despite you Susie really really liking it Prue and Paul disagreed on what mm. it was like um, Paul described it as a splat <laughs> and Prue described it as Kate on a plate Kate on a plate that's yeah. just because it rhymes of course <laughs> again doesn't really show what it means but splat do you want to be I'd rather be Kate on a plate to a splat no <laughs> <laughs> if their name was Matt it would totally work so I think um, the the stress of, of all of this meant that they were making less less puns and innuendo than normal. Because I realised that there was a lot of mileage to talk about holes and cracks. So many <laughs> things about cracks you could have done. So yeah, I was, I was disappointed that they weren't able to make more of that, but I suppose the stress of the situation just got to them. But they had four hours and 45 minutes to make those meringue sculptures. They, they did. That's like a day. Because I, I assume that meringue wouldn't take that long to cook, but then they were putting it in for two hours, three hours. Yeah. They do a lot of waiting. Yeah, I wonder what they do in that time. Do you think they have a little sit around and, you know, comfort each other, tell each other Tough stories? Or do you think they just look at the ovens for three hours? It's probably staring into the oven. and freaking out. Definitely. And Stacey just continuously starting again yeah. for three hours. Running around in circles <laughs> around everyone's benches. Yeah, having a little cry. Yeah. I am actually very pleased that Stacey didn't make the final. I think all of Twitter was very pleased with that fact. Well, it seems because it was kind of between her and Liam last time, wasn't it? it was. Do you think everyone's feeling quite resentful about the Liam thing? I think so. Everyone loved Liam. He was a proper favourite, maybe because he was the youngest and they always seem to be sort of the favourite yeah. to win. Um, people do seem to love the youngest person on there. Um, so Stacey... You know, I had a bit of a problem with her in pastry week when she cooked a lovely pie but left a uh, circle of baking yeah. parchment in the bottom and Julia went out instead. I'm still not really over that. That should have been her week. Yeah, from from week one, I, I wasn't really that into, into Stacey. No. Yeah. So I'm pleased she didn't make it to the final, even though she did seem quite upset. Yeah, and she they, they did give her a really hard time. So yeah. no wonder she was kind of freaked out. I would be. 
Yeah, she was saying at the end in her little interview piece, she had a little bit of a cry and said, at least I can go back to being a good mother now. Yeah. I was like, they've been neglected for <laughs> nine weeks or however long it's been. But think about the amount of glitter they'll have to eat when she goes home. Yeah. Or she'll never bake a cake again. Yeah. She's been emotionally scarred. Yeah, they just have to eat stew forever and just fish fingers. Baking parchment. Yeah. Doesn't want to use the oven ever, that's it. <laughs> Fry-ups only, stir-fry... Rice. Yep. And the occasional terrine. <laughs> <laughs> On the Stacey note, I do have a favourite part of this episode. Oh, God, what Which also involves Stacey. Um, after they've made the showstoppers and Prue and um, Paul are discussing who they want to be Star Baker, they have a, a section from each showstopper out <laughs> on the table in front of them. Yep, just to remind them. Yep. And um, <laughs> Stacey's reminder of her showstopper was the dismembered head of one of the flamingos. <laughs> and it no just longer in love. Zoomed in on that and I thought, that says it all really, doesn't it? Yeah, that is Stacey summed up. Yeah. Susie, thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I'm tempted to change my name to Malcolm Eggs. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please do leave a review here on iTunes. Or if you want to see behind the scenes and see a little bit more from In The Mix, then I've put together an In The Mix video playlist, which is guaranteed to keep you entertained for at least five minutes. You can find that on my website, which is greerstorm.co.uk. Hold up. 